0: Troubles don't last always, amen, because you have the victory. The subject of today's message is Psalm 119, Resh and Shin. In times of war and persecution, Resh and Shin from Psalm 119, amen. Psalm 119 offers comfort to our souls in packets of eight verses each, with the heading of what you may need at the time, it is imperative that we learn what each section is printed in the Bible for and how it can help us. Amen. Amen. It will be verses, Psalm 119 verses 153 to 168. Get your Bibles out. Get your sword out. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We look All over, Father God, and we couldn't find anybody. There is nobody greater than you. There are people who try things that try and and they just can't do it. You are the author and the finisher of our faith. You are not the God of confusion. You are the creator of all things. We invite you into this session today. And every day we invite you into our lives, into our households, our families, everything that we have that consists of our living and being. We invite you, Holy Spirit of God, Son of God, and Creator of all things, Baruch Atah Adonai, Lord, we love you. I'm praying to you standing in a gap for everybody that needs someone to stand in a gap for them that don't mind. Father God, We thank you for waking us up today. We thank you for giving us another chance to live, to be alive, to tell somebody else about Jesus, not to be selfish and make this entire day only about ourselves, but to make this day about Jesus Christ. You said, Jesus, if I be lifted up, I will draw all. If I be lifted up on the earth, I will draw all men unto me. And, and Father God, we are praying for those who, You can't pray for themselves, don't know what to say to you. They're shy. They don't know how to start. We're praying that you give them stamina. We're praying, Lord God, that you give them the strength and the wisdom and the knowledge that they need to know that you're waiting to hear from them because you love our voice. You said my sheep know my voice, and you also know ours. Every single person that you created has a different signature, a different voice, and we thank you for that, Father God. We thank you for taking care of us. And we're lifting up the people that have been going through uh, recently with all the hurricanes and the floods, uh, Florence that took out families and homes, Father God. We, we know that those that they found deceased are in now in your hands, and we ask that you take care of these people, Father God. Give them double for their trouble, hallelujah. No matter where it is, no matter what this source is, Florence or anything else, I'm asking, Father God, you give them double for their trouble. Hallelujah. And for those that won't repent, Father God, we're lifting them up to you today. Those that are sinning against you and their hearts are closed, we're asking that you open up their spiritual eyes, their spiritual hearts towards you. All the churches and the preachers and ministers that are standing in a pulpit today or standing in the middle of the street. No matter where they're at, we're lifting them up to you, Father God, that they preach your word according to your Holy Spirit. The Spirit of the Most High God, thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, use me today and let something come out today that someone will hear and know that it was from you. That's what we like, Father God. We love when you use us and people can hear the you in us. Hallelujah. Because there is nothing good in us besides the the Lord, the Holy Spirit of God. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' holy name, I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 God is good, and he is worthy to be praised and worshiped. Hallelujah. Try not to go through your day at all without thinking about God, without praising, singing, worshiping him in some kind of way. Amen. Especially you that, uh, well, we all, all the children of God have a talent. God gave each each and every one of us some type of talent, all right? So whatever your talent is. He's waiting for you to use it. Amen. Whether you plant seeds, whether you sing, whether you play an instrument, whether you're good with paper, whether you're good with numbers, leadership, no matter what it is, please remember Deuteronomy 818. Use your talent. God will bless you. But remember where you came from. Amen. Remember who gave it to you. Hallelujah. Amen. God is good. God is good. Turn your swords to Psalm 119, which is a beautiful, beautiful psalm. Turn your swords. Amen. I'm checking something here because my studio did a little something strange this morning. And I just want to make sure that everything is okay here. God is good. He takes care of it.
1: It, No matter
0: what happens, God will kick in. And take care of whatever is going wrong. Amen. Okay. Psalm 119. And I'll be reading actually um, verse 153, which starts at Resh, goes into Shin, S-C-H-I-N, and ends with verse 168. Uh, now, Psalm 119 is the longest psalm, and it's broken down in eight verses each. Some of you may have heard me say this before. This is going to be more like a teaching than a preaching, so to speak. Amen, uh, or whatever God wants to do. <laughs> so it's broken down in verses, uh, eight verses each. Now, some of your Bibles, most of your Bibles actually will show the heading. There are some Bibles who no longer put the heading on, but the older versions have the headings. Psalm 119, if you look at it, it has headings, amen, for every eight verses, and eight is the number of new beginnings, amen? Each section is a prelude to the new one coming. Each has a distinctive heading, which allows the reader to recite whichever content or text that is needed at the time. Today I'll be teaching on Rish and Shin, R and S in our Aleph Bet, which is the <laughs> original name of Alphabet, amen. It's used in times of war and persecution. And I feel the reason that I I picked this today, the Lord showed this today, actually, is because there's so much persecution going on. We are in a spiritual war. Amen. And I'm sure each and every one of you listening to this have been through something or going through something right now. I, I talked to somebody the other day. You know, when you see people smiling, you never know what they're going through. When I talked to somebody the other day, and by the time they got finished telling me what they were going through, I was almost in tears, and you would never know it, because you can't, you know, when you see somebody, you don't know what they're going through. Everybody don't, they don't tell all of their business, amen? So keep each other in prayer. We are going through some rough times, spiritual battles, spiritual wars, and persecution. I, myself, am fighting something right now. I had um, a YouTube channel since 2004, okay, (laughs) I've had this YouTube channel since 2004, and they recently closed it down, I think it was Friday, today's Sunday, they closed it down, I believe it was Friday, and um, for impersonation, I was like impersonation, but I'm me. I'm not impersonating it. I've been there since 2004. What is it? 14-year-old 14 year, 14 year old channel. And all of a sudden, I'm not myself. Come on, guys. they didn't come out the blue. All of a sudden, I'm not myself. And they took down the whole channel. And I had almost, I want to say, 2,500 to 3,000 videos on there. And I was cleaning it up. Um, I'm taking, I was taking the religious content off of my channel and putting it on uh, RevSE.org because that's the ministry. If you'd like to um, join, go to RevSE.org and sign up. Amen. Uh, that's the website. So, be talking about persecution? Because there was... Re- I believe it's because there was religious content on there. And it's getting to the point where online... I, I, many of you may have noticed this, but if you have religious content, they can shut you down. I know a few preachers... Okay, that they had their uh, Facebook shut down. They had their, their, come on guys, they had their YouTube shut down and, and Vimeo and a couple other things. It's really happening, folks. So either you're on the Lord's side or you better back out. If you don't totally believe in Jesus Christ, and if you don't totally believe in, well, I'm kind of that, you know, a little bit of that Godish stuff. Well, you you need to back up. You're that weak. Back out because it's get deep. Amen. Amen. The end is very near. And this is why we're studying this today. These, Resh and Shin, are used in time of war and persecution. And we're going through a battle, ladies and gentlemen. Most prophecies have been fulfilled, even down to the poisoning of the water in Revelation, that Revelation speaks about. Chernobyl, you remember that? Not to mention what just happened in Japan, where the, the, uh, the water now is poisoned. Amen. Wars And rumors of wars, kings, which will say country, the leaders of countries, are not, they're arguing back and forth, don't trust each other, putting on airs. There's so, so many strange things going on. Amen. We have to be prepared. There is perversion of every kind. Humans marrying animals child molestations from those who are supposed to be trusted with the children. Instead of them, instead of these news stations, you know, focusing on that, they try to take our focus away and put it on other things instead. Amen? Man on man. Am I right? Woman on woman. Scientists are creating half man, half animals, trying to create their own thing, trying to be gods. Strong demonic influences over God's pulpits. People saying that the Bible is a lie. Pedophilia and homosexuality in the church. Oh, by the way, oh maybe I shouldn't have. Maybe I should have. Take took that word and, and um, transferred it to something. I said a different word because you're not allowed to say that anymore. When you even mention homosexuality now, they shut you down. You're being rejected. We are being, as Christians, we are being rejected. And, you know, they're even, I think it's already made. They're making a Bible or has all, have already made a Bible that doesn't have the word homosexuality in it at all. Tell me we're not at war. Tell me we're not at war. See, we have to be careful where we get our news from. We have to keep our eyes open. We have to discern. We have to, you know, split the right from the wrong, divide the word correctly, divide whatever you see and hear correctly, and just go by what God tells you, not by what man tells you. Amen? So let's start with Rush. Consider mine affliction and deliver me for I do not forget thy law, okay, not to forget us and consider us and help us, because we still love His word. Do you still love His word, or are you one of those people that are out there saying the Bible is a lie, it's man-made? You know, well, you know, it gets me. People say, people say uh, the Bible is not real. The Bible is made up. It's man-made. But they will read newspapers, they will read uh, magazines and on things online and that's okay. Everything's fine with that. That's not <laughs> right. You know, they believe in man made things more than they believe in the right word of God. Amen. That God is our life giver. God gives us the art of healing. We only get it through him. You get deliverance. It's asking for deliverance here. We're asking you, we're asking God for deliverance to, out of all these things that we're going through. Amen. The forces of the enemy are only temporary. The God's word is eternal, folks. Amen. Hallelujah. The writer of this psalm loves God so much he rises before dawn to meditate. And it tells you that even up in cough, the one before it. Uh, Plead my cause and deliver me. Quicken me according to thy word. He's saying, plead my cause, deliver me. Quicken me according to thy word. He's, he's reminding God that your word says you will quicken me. Quicken means self-betterment. In order that we may serve others effectively, efficiently, see? We need to ask God to deliver us so that we can serve him efficiently, effectively. Teach us his ways. Doesn't the word say that? David said, King David said in Psalms elsewhere many times, teach me your statutes, teach me your ways, hallelujah, make me right. Quickening, spiritual quickening now, okay? We're talking about spiritual quickening. You ask God for more of the Holy Ghost, God's going to give you more of the Holy Ghost. He's going to strengthen you for as much as you want or, or as much as you think you can take. Amen? Hallelujah. So that, not for ourselves, amen, but so that we can serve others and pull others out of the muck and the mire, 155, salvation is far from the wicked, for they seek not thy statutes. See, people are people are turning away from the Word. Amen? They have itchy ears. They want to hear more. It's just not enough for me. I don't know. It's just not deep. I have to go somewhere else, and I want to get deeper than the Bible. <laughs> you ever hear everybody say something like that? They're looking. They're turning away from the Word. How many people nowadays do you talk to that act like they don't want to hear the word? And especially, God forbid, it should be from you. (laughs) They know you so well. You're just not good enough to talk to them about the Lord. Amen? You're not popular enough. You're not well enough. You're you're not on TV enough or the radio enough. You're not good enough to teach them. The Bible says, let us reason together. So what are they looking for? Amen? Amen? And they say, well, you know, some people say, well, so-and-so thinks they know everything. They always think they're right. Well, if it, you know what? If that person is quoting the Bible and teaching God's words according to God's will, guess what? They are right. <laughs> Amen. Amen. 156. Great are thy tender mercies, O Lord. Quicken me according to thy judgment. He's asking again to strengthen me. Give me, make me better according to your judgments. Cause my will to be in line with your will, Lord. And I. that way I know I will get things done. Amen. Many are my persecutors and my enemies, yet do I not decline from thy testimonies. There is much persecution going on. Many, it says here, many are my persecutors and my enemies. You, We have to Read the Word, believe in the power of the Most High God, and allow Him, allow Him to use these bodies that we have. Allow Him, the Holy Spirit that is within us, allow the God in us to rise up and take over the flesh. Quicken, spiritual quickening. The flesh doesn't understand the Spirit. The the Spirit can, the Word of God, cannot be understood without the Holy Spirit helping people to understand and give them wisdom and knowledge, godly wisdom and knowledge. I'm not talking about college. I'm talking about knowledge, heavenly knowledge. Amen? Many are my persecutors, but it says, yet do I not decline from thy testimonies I am going to be steadfast. I'm going to tell people about you every chance that I get. I'm not going to be ashamed or embarrassed of you. I'm going to continue to witness for the kingdom of God, not the kingdom of man or this world. 158, I beheld the transgressors and was grieved because they kept not thy word. See, there are people turning against the word of God. Evil ones seem to get away with things, But they are not, and you will soon find out they're not keeping God's words. Amen. And this person says, here, I was grieved. Doesn't that remind you of Lot? In Sodom and Gomorrah, there was so much going on. You know, you can have so much going on around you like we do today with persecutions and wars and spiritual battles. You can have so much going on around you that you can actually become grieved in your spirit. You're sitting there. Look, there's a lot of you out there thinking that you have depression and the devil is a liar. You're grieved in your spirit. There's so much evil going on around you that it just makes you sick. It just does something to you. You're grieved. You get to the point where it's almost hard to smile. Sometimes you feel like you have to force a smile. Amen. Can you imagine? The Bible says Lot was grieved. All the evil things that was going on around him, it was, it was just getting to him. He, look, hold on to your joy the best that you can. You're going to need it. Amen. Smile when you can. Ask God to strengthen you. Amen. And this is what happens because of evil. Our people are becoming grieved. But folks, I've got good news for you today. Jesus Christ sees it all, and he's coming back for us. He, when he comes back, oh my, every knee shall bow, and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Those enemies that come up against you and try to hinder you and hurt you and, and just abuse you and aggravate you, are going to get on their knees when jesus comes for his people amen people are not keeping god's word more and more people are turning their backs on the lord they're getting tired they're getting frustrated and they're allowing that to control them they're allowing the flesh to control them instead of their spirit amen amen 159, consider how I love thy precepts. Quicken me, O Lord. Here he goes with that quickening again, quicken. Quicken me, O Lord, according to thy loving kindness. God loves people. They love the word. God is love. Love is definitely included here. God loves people, and he's going to quicken you, especially if you ask him to quicken you. Amen. To make you better, to help you, to strengthen you. Amen. He will do that. People just have to humble themselves and pray. If my people, amen, shall humble themselves and pray. Amen. Humble ourselves. We need to humble ourselves more and stop acting like we can handle this battle, these these battles by ourselves. We can't. And the last one in Resh, thy word is true from the beginning and every one of thy righteous judgment endureth forever. Now, he's ending these eight verses with the truth of God's word. God is a God of truth. God is love. Jesus is love. He says, thy word is true. From the, what, he, what What is he doing here? He's ending these eight verses, this section, resh, okay? He's ending it with a surety, Of God's word, the surety that God is who he says he is, and God, if God said he's going to do something, he's going to do it. He is letting the readers know that God is true and not a liar. He says, thy word is true from the beginning, and every one of thy righteous judgments endureth forever. God is right. That's where we get the word righteous from. Are you right? Are you Righteous. Are you doing the will of God, or are you doing your own thing? <laughs> Excuse me. Are you doing what you want to do whenever you want to do it, however you want to do it? Or are you living under the Word of God? Are you doing what God says we should be doing? All right, so that eight is finished. Amen. Let's go to new beginnings to another eight in Shin. Okay, now, Shin. Beginning with the letter S, the other was resh r. now we're in S. Let's look at the positives and the negatives of Shin, which is used in time also of persecution. And a lot of you are going to like this one, so make sure you write Shin down. Use when deceit is being practiced against you. When you feel like somebody's practicing deceit against you, when somebody is working against you, is that what they call it? When somebody's working against you, praying against you, sending curses your way, using enchantments or just all-around bitter hate. When someone's always disagreeing with you, when they have that, you say up, they say down. That's of the devil. Now, let's look at positive and negative aspects of the letter S in Shin. S in Shin is a sacred letter. Throughout the years, scholars have considered S as a sacred letter. You get spirit, Sabbath, soul, sacrament, sacrifice, sanctuary. Are you seeing it? See? Saints, serenity. (laughs) Amen? S is used positively in that way. Okay, but let's also look at the reverse now. Sin, Satan, sorceries, sickness. All right, you hearing it? S shows its so-called, as they say, mystical significance. Shin. Positive for you. You can use it. and Some people will use the S, Shin, negatively. 161. Princes have cuted me without a cause. People are coming up. You know what? Look, some people say, well, what did I do? What did I do to make that person dislike me? Most of the time, the answer is nothing. Absolutely Nothing. They refuse to accept God's word. They refuse to accept Jesus Christ as, as the Savior and and, and the, the Christ of this world who gave himself as a, the, the final sacrifice for us. They don't believe it, and you do, so you think they're going to like you? No. He says here, princes have persecuted me without a cause. Princes even goes higher. Kings and leaders are hating on Christians. There are Christians around the world getting beheaded and killed and abused and raped and maimed because they believe in Jesus Christ, made fun of, a byword. We are a byword to other people. They say the worst things they can about us, but it says, but my heart stands in awe of thy word. Still, no matter what, hold on to God. He's not going to let you go, believe in him, believe, believe in what he says, no matter what amen God's word is sacred there's a difference you know we use words in this world nowadays so loosely people don't even half understand they don't even understand what the words mean amen God's word is sacred. God's word saves you from evil, picks you up out of the muck and the mire and the dust, lifts you to higher places. He says, my heart stands in awe of thy word. Precious 162. I rejoice at thy word as one defined great spoil. Okay. What would you do if you're walking down a road one day, taking a nice little walk, you yeah, know, just chilling. Amen. And all of a sudden, you run up on this bag. There is a leather bag on the side of the road. Picture a black leather bag on the side of the road where you're walking. And it's partially open. <laughs> so you open up the bag. There's no name on it. Amen. No no address, no tags or anything. And the bag is 24 karat gold pieces. Amen. You're finding, it says here, just finding great spoil. Wouldn't you rejoice? Wouldn't you be happy to find that? Thank the Lord. Amen. God is good. And 163 says, I hate and abhor lying, but thy law do I love. Sin is despised. Falsehood is despised. I am praying that you that are listening to this right now, that you can discern the difference between these good preachers that are preaching Jesus' word, the word of God, and these preachers that are preaching cotton candy to you. Are you listening to the meat of the word or are you eating cotton candy and licking lollipops and skipping down the road thinking that life's A okay? As long as you keep your voice light and fluffy and talk about good things? No, that's not what it's about. Keeping your (laughs) voice keeping your voice light and fluffy and talking about good things all the time. Think good things are going to happen to you. How's about think on God? And God will keep you. Amen? Amen. Amen. He says, I hate sin. You're supposed to hate sin, despise sin. Amen? Despise sin and love the word. Love God. I love God's word. And if I don't understand something, I ask the Holy Spirit to show it to me, teach it to me. And you know, another thing, too, when you ask God to show you something, to give you an answer, keep your eyes open, your, your, your ears, your heart, your mind, answers in various ways. And here comes the number seven, the number of completion, okay? We said eight is the number of new beginnings. Seven is this, a verse 164, seven times a day do I praise thee because of thy righteous judgment. Seven times. The number of completion. How many times do you praise the Lord every day? Or do you just say good morning to him when you get up in the morning and good night to him before you close your eyes? Seven times a day. Praise God. Worship God. Talk to God. Amen. Mm. Time. When knowing the word and following the precepts, even princes have no power to hurt or persecute. And that one who possesses it has peace. Look at the very next uh, scripture. 165. Psalm one hundred nineteen, one hundred sixty-five. 165. Great peace have they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. We have self-restraint and temperance. When I lost my YouTube channel, I didn't, I'm going to be honest with you, I didn't know, I didn't know how to feel. (laughs) Because what happens is, when you love the Lord, okay, you know, normally a person would have temper tantrums and be mad and cry and stomp and Oh, wow, this couldn't have possibly happened. I'm going to call them 19 million times until they open it back up. All right? But this is not what God's children are like. We have temperance and self-restraint. Because first of all, I sat there and I thought to myself, okay, yeah, this is a 14-year-old channel. I've done a lot of work on this channel. But see, here's something. God is good. Years ago, God told me to put all my videos on CDs. And that's exactly what I did. So the channel that they shut down is still with me. It's just not on their platform. I still have all the videos. <laughs> I still have all the videos. So here I'm fighting here, right? That not really. It wasn't really a, a battle. It wasn't really a fight. But I'm thinking my flesh is saying, yeah, but, you know, this is what your flesh does. Yeah, but, but, but you put so much into that. You should let them know you're, what's on your mind. And then the spirit of me says, yes, but you listen to us. And you have all the CDs anyway. You can rebuild if you want to. Or another thing, I was thinking to myself, how do we know? We don't know if it's God's work or man's work. What? If, let's reach down into the bottom of the what-if barrel, okay? What if God really wanted me to clean that? What if there was things on that channel? God could look. Oh, I'm so excited! I'm saying so many sentences at one at one time. But look, God can be doing something new in my life and that channel could have gotten my way. So if they open it back up, cool. If they don't open it back up, cool. God's doing a work in me. It's his business, not mine. Amen. So all the time that I spent on that channel, I can't do more for the kingdom? If I did that, In 14 years, can you imagine what God might have planned for me in the next 14 years of my life? Temperance, patience, amen, peace. Great peace have they which love us. See, I love God's word. I don't know what God's doing. It might be his work. It might be man's work. We shall see. But I tell you what, when God gives me a new assignment, I'm going to be ready. (laughs) Amen. 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 Now, as Reverend Essie, okay, okay, as Reverend Essie, what would that look like if I called up YouTube, fiery Matt, and yelling at them, almost cursing at them, okay, cursing them and their business? What's, okay, what's really the work of the Most High God, right? (laughs) What would that look like? I would be in their shoes, I would be in the world's shoes. You can't act like the world and then try to make it look like you're a Christian, like you're like you're of the kingdom of God. You can't act like the world. I had I, to this right now. I have. I got a little sad for a second there. My, okay, the flesh needed to cry. Okay, like a day later or whatever or that. I don't know what it was that night or something. I cried for about maybe thirty seconds. You know, the flesh had had to have its time, but my spirit, <laughs> hallelujah, my. And this is what I want y'all to do. Somebody listening to this right now is in some kind of situation where something has been taken away from you or somebody's trying to aggravate you and bring you out, as they say. Do not step out in your flesh, no matter what happens, no matter what the enemy may try to bring to you. Yeah, that's, that's the message today. Do not step out. Somebody, you know who you are. You're being aggravated. You're being tortured. You're being persecuted. with are in persecution. Thank you, Jesus. Do not step out in your flesh. All right? Your message today. Have great peace. Psalm 119, 165. Have great peace because you love the law. You love God's word. And nothing, nothing, no thing will offend you. Like I I was thinking, I was preaching a couple Sundays ago, why do we get offended? Why? Just think about it. Why do things bother us? If you have belief in God, faith in God, he handles all your business for you, um, why are you worried or concerned about anything? That's something we have to think about. And think about it until it gets down into your system and you begin to feel it. Think about it. Why do we worry? Oh, I love the Lord, Jesus is my all in all. And then that bill comes in the mail, and you can't sleep for three days. At least till payday, amen. <laughs> Verse 166. Lord, I have hoped for thy salvation and done thy commandments. Hope. Have hope, knowing that that good thing that you are looking for will come. Is right over your head Amen No stumbling blocks No hindrances But hope You are hoping You know You know that you know that you know As they say That God Has a better plan for you Lord I have hope for thy salvation Salvation save me Save me When you see that word Save me, I know you're going to sit like a drowning man You're not going to let me drown God's not going to let me Hey, look, did Jesus let Peter drown? (laughs) Selah Amen (laughs) Think about it, did Jesus let Peter drown? Peter was walking on water Peter left the boat, he left his buddies To get to Jesus And Jesus helped him Amen Amen And be obedient to God. This is, and how I've done thy commandments, be obedient to the Most High God. Verse 167, my soul has kept thy testimonies, and I love them exceedingly. Love God's Word exceedingly. Love God's Word. Love God more than you love anything else in your life. Love God more than fried chicken and sweet potato pie. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Love God more than that sharp car you got sitting outside, more than that pretty house you're staying in. Love God more than your relatives. Love God more than your children. Trust God and God will help you with your relatives and your children. But if you put them first, That's where your focus is going to go, and you're going to miss out on blessings. Love God first, and he'll help you with everything else. Amen? Be a doer of the word. Show people that you love God. Go out and tell people about Jesus Christ. Okay, yeah, okay. You know, I, I do understand. It's a shame to say this, but I do understand that there are people out there who seem to know the word so well and are such good preachers that nothing that you say is ever Right. Did you ever run into people like that? Well, uh, yeah, I understand what you're trying to convey to people, but there's a better way to do it. Uh, You could use better words or do this. No, that's not what Jesus said. Matthew 28, uh, what is 18 to 20? Jesus did not say that you need correction in telling people about him. No matter what language you use, as long as it is positive and you're drawing people unto unto, unto Jesus— you're right, okay? There is no formula in telling people about Jesus. So when people try those greater than vows try to tell you that you're doing it wrong, and trust me, I know what I'm talking about. I've had it done to me for over 20 years. I've always been the low man on the totem pole, so to speak. I hate to use that reference, okay? But I've always been looked down at, never good enough, okay, never pretty enough and and i don't preach loud enough or rough enough but i tell you what i get that word out i don't fit in i'm not trying to fit in i'm reverencing this is new birth ministries preach i sing i pray it's what i do amen so what you do is you go out and tell other people about the lord Keep his precepts and his testimonies. Tell people about the goodness of the Lord and what he's done for you. And then it ends up by saying, these second eight verses that we were studying in Shin, ends up by saying, for all my ways are before thee. God is seeing. You're letting people know that everything you do, God sees. So you don't need, there's no condemnation, no self-condemnation, no judgment. You are telling people about Jesus. You are networking in your own way. This is your network business. You're the boss of this business, and nobody can tell you how to do it. When you're wrong, don't get scared, because God will correct you. You'll know it. When you love God, love God so much that when, if, when you do do something wrong, because after all, we're not Jesus, right? Okay? We make mistakes. When you do make a mistake, love God so much that when you do make a mistake, you'll love it when he corrects you. <laughs> you'll be like, oh, thank you, Lord. Oh, I apologize. I'm so sorry for going that way or saying that thing. Oh, Lord, thank you, Jesus, for showing me that. I'll never do that again. Love him that much. Amen. Amen. All of your ways are before him. Amen. Man creates his own evil. Be right. Be righteous. Okay? Man creates his own evil. And here's an example. Fire is good. Okay? It's a right thing. God made it. It's it's good because it warms us from the chimney, okay. And we could cook food on it. Amen. We could do we could make various metals and things with fire. It's a good thing. Amen. It's a right thing, a righteous thing. But it can also be bad because you can, if you use it the wrong way, your own way. Instead of being careful with it, you can get burnt. Or you can burn your house down. So, see, man makes his own evil. Use God's word in a right way and flourish. Amen? And flourish. I hope you enjoyed that. Resh and shin. And if you have a Bible that doesn't have the headings, um, go out, if you can, when you can, and get a Bible that does have the headings there. And another time, um, I'll put it on my website. I'll put it on Revesi.org. I will put the study of Psalm 119 on Revesi.org soon. And um, you could go by that, and it shows you A through Zaddy, uh, through A through Z of what Psalm 19 is there for and how you can use it. Use God's Word. Oh, He would love for you to just, just use His Word. Don't pray your own prayers, might say the wrong thing, might get mad and curse somebody without realizing it. Amen. <laughs> Use God's word. Amen. Are you saved? Have you accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior? Do you want to, if you haven't? All you have to do, Romans ten nine. confess with your mouth. Just say this, Jesus Christ. Forgive me of my sins. I accept you as my Savior, my Teacher, and my Lord. Thank you for what you did dying on the cross for me and raising back up three days later for me. Amen. Amen, and if you just said that, God bless you, welcome to the family of God, the family of christ you're the body, part of the body of go go find a good church bible believing teach the Bible like you just got today find somebody that knows the Bible and they just don't get up and open up the page and start start speaking on something and just don't find somebody that has a close a a, a koinonia relationship k o i n O-N-I-A, that's in a Greek. Somebody has a koinonia relationship with Jesus Christ, a koinonia, close relationship with God, that whenever they study the Bible, he shows them what to say. The notes they write on their notebook are from the thoughts that the Christ has given them, that the Holy Spirit inside of them has given them. Find a Bible-believing, Old and New Testament church that doesn't, that doesn't mind speaking in tongues every now and then, right, as much as you can amen, that honors the Lord, blesses the Lord, and blesses other people that is not selfish. God bless you. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for coming on. Read Psalm 119. After this, start from beginning to end. And even maybe write your own notes of what you think each one of these sections are saying. Write your own notes on Psalm 119. Amen. Amen. Thanks for coming on. This is Reverend Essie signing off. And remember, Jesus is always Lord. And to God be the glory for the things he has done. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. To God be the glory for the things he has done with his blood he has saved me with his power he has raised me to god be the glory for the things he has done